0: everyone
1: hey everyone I'm Emily
0: and I'm Maria and this is the open plan podcast we're excited to
1: have you here join us in navigating life and architecture as young professionals tackling career education social lives and everything in between
0: keep up with us on Instagram at open plan podcast so now let's get into it all right welcome back to the open plan podcast this is a part two of the two-part series on how to pick a college for undergrad and grad. If you haven't listened to the first episode on the series, uh, we talk about how to pick an undergrad program. So if you're interested in that, go check that out first. Um, We're picking up right where we left off uh, to talk about some of our grad experiences. So we're back with Matt. Thank you, Matt. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) He's back. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I rode my alligator here from (laughs) Florida.
0: So we, the funny thing is that we're all, we all went to the same grad school. uh, So I think it would be interesting, but like we had completely different paths so we can share how we each came about choosing the same grad school. So we can start with Matt. How did you, what went into your decision, you know, compared to your undergrad?
2: Sure. I mean, I think a big decision, first of all, is if you're going to go straight to grad or if you're going to take some time off. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to go straight through, get it all done while I'm in that mindset. So it was kind of like you're in studio while you're trying to prepare So it's a little more stressful. So you're like doing studio work, making a portfolio to submit to all these colleges. And there's other people that are doing the same thing. So you kind of like ask each other for advice. And then that stressful day when you like are watching for the results, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you kind of just look up programs and try to see what they have after. Student work was very important. Seeing who's there, professor-wise. I think you're a little more prepared in the architecture world looking for grads. So you actually do the research. You know what you want. Right. And it kind of guides you um a little bit better i would say um and the professors there know you're doing this so they'll help you out mm-hmm. so getting their advice and as well but um i kind of just i mean there's a lot of good programs out there so it's kind of you've narrowed it down quite a bit mm-hmm. i think i narrowed it down to like 10 schools and then i was like that's thinking about yeah well that's <laughs> i got narrowed
1: very i had a wide
2: uh interest i guess yeah <laughs> but that's um smart. Then I looked at how much it costs to actually apply for these. Like, the, <laughs> then I'm like, all right, I'll apply to three. <laughs> and I cut it again. So then I went, it was like rounds. Yeah. So like, for me, it was between staying at Florida, going to UPenn or Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. and then Harvard for fun. And, um, <laughs> and the wild card. Yeah, the wild card. So, and then you're with all your friends that are like also applying. So it's a little competition, like who's going to get in type thing. But at the same time, you're like dealing with that stress. Mm-hmm. So... For me, Georgia Tech was always on my radar. So it was kind of like the school I kind of, not just a fallback, but I've always wanted to kind of go to. And it came down for me, at least, um, what they offered to bring me to that school. Mm -hmm. And I got like a scholarship to UPenn, but I also got a GTA position at Georgia Tech, luckily. I'm very grateful for. And that helped significantly. And it's for me also, it's not far from my family being in Florida. So that was a big decision maker. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, deciding-wise, I'm really happy with my choice.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I've, that's really interesting, like, um, you know, coming from my experience, which we'll go later, but doing um, school at the same time as applying, that's a lot to juggle. Yeah, Did you take your GRE also for like, while you were in school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> How was that? Honestly, like, like, I was so busy with studio
2: because it's like I your, your design that. seven, your seventh semester. And, yeah. like, so it's pretty intense. For us, it was our New York semester. So we went to New York and we're designing a skyscraper. And I'm like, this is so big of a project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I have to go sit down for a standardized yeah, <laughs> test. The day I got back, I'm like, now you got to take a test. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't do too much studying for it just because I was too busy. Yeah. But, um, a lot of people really dedicate a lot of time for it and i think if you want to go to big schools you you really should dedicate time studying for it especially if you're not a good test taker right luckily i'm pretty get lucky on tests i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> so i did okay but um... no, yeah, like
1: i'm like the one that has to study a lot but <laughs> no <laughs> like, i
2: mean it's important to be in that mindset yeah be prepared. agreed
1: and also i feel like a disclaimer is like gre's for architecture i don't think it's as heavily weight as other programs like i think your portfolio is definitely number yeah. one yeah, definitely and your grades um from your undergrad and then of course jury is more like a standard
0: yeah i kind of just i say like your major gpa is important too like yeah. the, the grades you got in architecture and studio yeah um not some so schools really
2: do. look into that some yeah. don't so I, once again talk to the schools reach out yeah. to them see what they look for and then getting to know professors and people there that will help you make a decision as well as help you get in
0: (laughs) so one thing that is completely different from when you're applying to undergrad is that in undergrad applying to grad school you have access to all the faculty right and that faculty might have gone to schools that you want to go to for for grad or they have colleagues there so i i remember i did a lot of that too like i was also in school while applying to grad school and you know there were professors that went to other schools that i wanted to go mm-hmm. to like columbia um yeah. yale whatever but uh, so they they can write your recommendation and like mm-hmm. get you in contact with professors there and it's so crucial like yeah
2: the recommendation letters mean a lot so and much. there's some you like kind of think of last but who you get to recommend you they like can put a lot of yeah, yeah. having
1: a good variety too like you know it could be your professors like your boss or like I don't know I think I had someone I volunteered with also mm. so that's definitely
2: something to look at mm-hmm. what's kind of funny is when I applied I had like my mentor professor I had her for two semesters and went on an international conference with her as well it was a great experience but the funny thing is she didn't really know much about Georgia Tech's program so but I'm like yeah I really looked into the school and like I like it so she just started doing research on her own which I appreciate. Like, if mm-hmm. you have a connection like that, they'll yeah. help you and they want to make sure a program will fit you. Yeah. You don't know how you're, what fits you sometimes because you're, yeah. like, so focused. Mm-hmm. And she found out that the head of the program at Georgia Tech actually went to undergrad with her. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. So it was like, she reached out personally. It was like, I have these three students that are thinking about coming to Georgia Tech. Like, That's awesome. They're decent. <laughs> <laughs> the best recommendation you yeah. can ask for. So it was kind of cool. Like, And that didn't happen out of, like, known before it was kind of like you brought that to them they helped you out and did Mm -hmm. research yeah definitely
0: yeah voice it out to your professors Mm -hmm. like whatever you're interested in what schools you're interested Mm -hmm. in yeah um even if you're not sure they they can help you make that decision
2: yeah i think one thing about tech also is tech is a tech school so it's very like more focused on like the drawings and like how things are done and coming from a more artistic school i really wanted to balance that and kind of find Mm -hmm. a school that could complement and like I don't want to be focused on one thing and not know the other or vice yeah, versa. Yeah, For sure. sure. So,
1: that was kind of leading to like my like a question, like when you chose tech, was there yeah. other parts of the of the school, like, you know, something they did research in or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like a facility they had that like really drew you in?
2: Um, I'll say I'd learned a lot at the open house. They showed a lot of programs I didn't know. Um, yeah. And seeing the fabrication lab and like wanting to do hands-on projects. But even, like, the healthcare program they have, that, like, really brought me in. Like, I've, like, been in family members in and out of hospitals as I grew up. And kind of, like, learning how how that process was, like, really exciting. Like, Mm -hmm. of how that design. It's a totally different field. I think both of you have been in this program as well. So it's actually where we met. So I'm like... Similar interests. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I totally agree that, like, you know, doing your research or going to the open house and like seeing what the different programs every school has like mm-hmm. one thing is you know if you're into healthcare, for example like you might want to go to a grad school that has that you know some of them don't some of them have like a really like co like you know comprehensive program like even like a master's of science and health or something mm-hmm. so yeah yeah for sure
2: yeah i've known a lot of, i didn't apply to them but a lot of schools have like even design build programs that are like really oh, hands-on yeah. and like mm-hmm. some people were really interested in that mm-hmm. and like you should look into type of schools that offer things that are hands-on versus research-based. Mm-hmm. For sure. So.
1: Yeah. How was your experience? It was good. Um, so, yeah, I'm a little bit different than y'all because I went – I knew after undergrad I wanted to work because I was a little bit, um, like, unsure about architecture, honestly. And, like, I really wanted to learn more about what it'd be like in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of – I was also really peer influenced again because honestly, no way I knew I was going to grad school. Everyone was kind of going to do the young professional thing, and I was really excited for that—just like working and not having homework and just like just <laughs> I was burnt, yeah. I was burnt out and broke, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think it really benefited me though because um, yeah, it kind of gives you the confidence in you know like you. I chose the right career path or not, and I think I really enjoyed working, and it solidified like. Yes, I do want to go back to grad school because mm-hmm. if I didn't like it, then I would have considered doing grad school and something else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it really like kind of like honed in. Yes, I want to do architecture, and yeah, and you could kind of see what your life's going to be like after school for the rest of your life. Kind yeah. of. I
2: mean, I think that's a great point to bring up, just because the working world is way different than the school world. So different, and you learn so much different things in each. Mm-hmm. So you taking that time to work was probably the most beneficial thing that you could have done yeah I, so. I think so.
1: I don't think I was also mature enough yet mm-hmm. um in undergrad I think yeah like even just like I think as a designer or even as like a more organizational kind of maybe I just got older honestly I don't know I think I just got I was just like when I entered grad school I felt like ready mm-hmm. and like I knew how I worked and stuff so I was hoping to, like, minimize all the all-nighters I did in undergrad and stuff. I was like, this is the new me. Like, I won't do that. So anyways, all that to say, um, yeah, so I applied to, uh, I think, like, three schools also. Mm-hmm. I did University of Texas, Tech, George Tech, UC Berkeley. Yeah, that was it, I think.
2: I was like, that's your three. Oh, and I, oh,
1: yeah, and I applied to Temple because I was just like <laughs> – in case I get into absolutely nothing. Not to say uh, Temple's not a good program, but I had an advantage because I went there in undergrad. Yeah. And um, I like reached out to my professor and she's like, oh my God, we'd love to have you back. All this stuff. So <laughs> um, so I also did Temple in case I wanted to stay in Philly. Um, but yeah, it honestly came down to kind of like just life. Like Ashcon was down here. Um, he got a job like a year before I was applying to grad school. And he was like, you know what? is really awesome. And... Georgia Tech's a really good school and they have architecture, so you should at least apply and check it out. And um, when I was visiting him, we were doing like long distance, like I was up in Philly and he was here. Um, We like just did like a tour around campus and um, yeah, I really liked it, applied and got in, which I was like, wow, okay. Like, I don't (laughs) know, I don't know what I was expecting. And like, I remember I found out at work and I just told my coworker, I was like, I got to Georgia Tech. (laughs) Um, So I planned like another visit to, to Atlanta to see Ashcon, and also he came with me to the open house which me and Matt apparently were at together. I think
2: we sat near each other too which is crazy. We, we didn't have even guessed. Talk. And I was in studio.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rio was also there. Next door. We were all within so far in the same other. building. So close. Who would have guessed in a couple years we'd be on a podcast. Really? <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah so that's really funny. Yeah we were both at the same open house and I similarly kind of got sold at the open house mm. by Georgia Tech mm-hmm. and um, particularly the healthcare program, and we also did a class in that together. Yeah, and just the overall, you know, atmosphere. Like, this, I liked Hinman a lot, which is our studio building. Check it out on our Instagram if you want to see a visual. <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, also I looked into research assistantship positions because a lot of schools just don't have that. Um, so it's always important to ask, like, do you have faculty that does research? Do they mm. hire students? Um, what Those is, are
0: very limited in architecture.
1: Super yeah. limited, yeah. It's not
0: like engineering, where
1: you can be like a TA for any class yeah. or an RA too. I remember my parents or. were like surprised by that. Like my mom was like, can't you just be a TA? Like that's what I did. Like you kind <laughs> of were just – and she did engineering. And so mm. I was like, no, it's like – very specific. So, yeah, when you're applying and if you want an assistantship position, I would ask about that really early. Yeah. And Make it
0: so obvious and annoying yeah. that they have to give it to you. Yeah, don't yeah, you be afraid to them. be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit, I was pretty annoying. Yeah.
2: To Me get too. Mine. Me yeah. too. I was like,
1: I'm not going if you don't Yeah, I just oh, it. email <laughs> after
2: email. Finally yeah. get a response in 48 hours. Yeah. Another one. Right?
1: <laughs> just reaching back out. Yeah. I mean, like Matt, like kind of like sealed it, sealed the deal before he even um, accepted tech with it. I think it's really smart. And like, so did you, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that. So I feel like, I mean, I ended up getting one my second year, but it was after kind of like hounding a professor. And after I found out at the open house, he does take research assistant position people. And I kind of like cornered him in the the open house. I was like, hey, I'm Emily. Remember my (laughs) (laughs) Later. I
2: found that interesting when talking to schools. Like some schools don't offer scholarships. They offer these positions. So to get a position beforehand is really lucky. But you could always like, earn a professor's trust and work for them eventually yeah, which yeah. is what i ended up yes, doing exactly. there's
0: not that much time to do that in grad school yeah it, it goes quick yeah in, in undergrad that's easier you mm. know to do but yeah it's definitely a possibility
1: mm-hmm. mm. yeah yeah so i ended up going to georgia tech and i really liked it i think it was a very like a program that you could cater to whatever you wanted to do because another thing to consider is you know, do you want to do some urban design focused stuff? Do you want to do healthcare stuff? Like I did all of that. Yeah, did you think you were going to do urban
2: design? (laughs) No, I didn't.
1: (laughs) And I like like stumbled upon it and I ended Mm. up really liking it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that how we said it in the
0: first part – where, like, undergrad is, is a lot more about, you know, the school and how you feel there and are you going to be happy there? It's four years, you know, and you're not sure about your majors, so it's more about the school. But now for grad, we would say, like, it's more about the program itself and the professors and the faculty and mm-hmm. the classes because you're not going to do anything else outside of your degree or
1: outside of your department most yeah. of the time like right if you're in grad school
0: so yeah you're not
1: really doing like the general you're not doing yeah. any general No, you're not and, and like
0: you might be taking an elective or two like in a different mm. major but that's very rare. rare
1: yeah
2: the one thing different with undergrad and grad i felt like was the way the professors treat you as well like yeah. they give you a yeah. lot more respect like you're here for dedication yeah like, like, no reason.
0: you should know what you want to do yeah, yeah. like yeah.
2: undergrads a little very difficult but because they're trying to prepare you yeah and if you go through that and still want to do it. And then go for a master's, right. like the professors are like, you want to do this mm-hmm. and they're going to help you make your the right choices and help you, yeah. your yeah. type of research. There's
1: definitely more handholding in undergrad than grad, yeah, whereas is. they're like, we want you to have ownership and you can decide yeah. what you want to do, which, yeah, it was really yeah. refreshing to be like, kind of treated more like a colleague yeah. rather yeah, than- it was cool. <laughs> and yeah. like,
0: if you don't know what you want and you don't do the work to do, to get there, they don't care. Oh yeah, Like you're going to do bad and they don't care. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, you're an
0: adult. You, yeah. you got this. Like, They'll they assume you that if you're not doing well and you're not putting in the effort, it's because you are, you made the decision not to. Mm. And they just leave you. For Which sure. Is kind
1: of scary sometimes. I mean, it sometimes sounds sometimes hard, it but. A you, you, yeah. yeah, you
2: need that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You almost treat it like a job, is what I yeah. try mm. to do too. But you don't I get paid. Say, yeah, we don't get paid. <laughs> you just pay a lot. Yeah. Or you right. break even if you're a research assistant. Yeah. And <laughs> kind of. You're yeah. still paying for, like, you know, everything else besides mm. school, but. Yeah, it definitely helps. So, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Maria?
0: Well, my experience was I went to the same school for both undergrad and grad. And I'm not going to lie, it was a purely practical decision in my life. (laughs) Um, Because I, as you guys probably figured out, I'm an international student. So, I'm on a visa. There's like all these other things that, you know, prevent me from just having the normal path that most people have. I would have liked to take have taken a few years in between because like I think that for me grad school would have been I wanted to have more of a sense of what I wanted to do before I went to grad school um, and I didn't get that luxury but um, so I went straight through but I tried to make sure that that summer in between undergrad and grad was like life-changing somehow (laughs) as much as it could be so I did a lot of like soul searching and like I I was already, you know, had already accepted to go to Georgia Tech um, for grad, but I was trying to figure out what I wanted from the program. So I was in, you know, in senior year, trying to figure out where to go for grad school because I knew I wanted to keep to stay in school because I had no idea what to do with my life. So um, I wanted to maybe stay in academia like I was considering becoming a professor. Um, But then I had some very like honest conversations with some of my you know, go-to mentor professors at uh, Georgia Tech in undergrad. Um, And they were like, you know, pretty much if you want to stay in academia and, like, teach, you have to go to, like, an Ivy League school and possibly even get a PhD. Like, there's – it's a whole Mm – it's a much more involved process than I imagine. And that kind of threw me off. Like, I wasn't – that wasn't really what I wanted. Um, So I – kind of gave up on the idea of going to an Ivy League school for that and also because I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was, like, done with spending so much money on education. So I decided on Georgia Tech because I hadn't – Stepped out of my comfort zone too much in undergrad, so I was like, okay, if I stay here, I need to take all the professors that I'm too scared to take right now. I need to take all the classes that I'm too scared, you know, the the fabrication stuff, the grasshopper stuff, like all that stuff that was I was completely like completely out of my radar in undergrad. I would force myself to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of how I made it a different experience, Um, and I would say. yeah the way they treat you is different so it was very different in my two like undergrad and grad even though it was the same school um but yeah it was mostly a practical and money decision financial decision and also jose was here obviously mm-hmm. he started working in atlanta so i didn't want to like move away yeah just because so um yeah,
1: yeah.
2: but what positives did you get out of just staying at georgia tech i mean i think feel like being in a familiar area yeah Yeah,
1: people already knew you yeah i think the professor
0: relationships Mm -hmm. for sure like even though like some not a lot of the same i tried to take different professors Mm -hmm. but you know i made some relationships with professors in undergrad that that became um like almost like mentorships or even like got involved with electives and, and research stuff with professors that i had known for you know four years at that point
1: Yeah, that's like a great advantage too. It's like they know that you're a good student or, you know, you're a good worker and like you're going to be like their point person almost. Right, yeah.
0: And they were crucial to like having opportunities for internships and and jobs after school. So I think that I built a very strong relationship and they got to know me so well and they saw me at my worst (laughs) and at my Mm -hmm. best. (laughs) So um, I think that it's hard. It's probably hard to like go to a new school for grad school and beg for like a research position. And when you haven't proven yourself there so yeah that's one <laughs> one yeah that's one plus side of going to the same school if, for sure if it has if it's as a big pro it doesn't have to be a big program but if it's big enough that you can have a different experience and have different classes and experience like different labs and whatever um, as long as there's room to grow I think it's okay you can make it your own experience and have yeah a different, I agree for sure
1: yeah, I know we all touched on how location played a big part also on our kind of on our uh, grad school choice but like you know us all choosing Atlanta I think has like proven to be great because you know obviously we're in a city like there's a lot of like employers nearby our yes. career fairs are like popping like there's always more employers than students sometimes and yeah. yeah I think I definitely weighed that I don't think if Ashkon lived in like I don't know like Arkansas or something like no no shade on Arkansas but you know I (laughs) I wouldn't be like yeah I'm definitely going to grad school there yeah like what am I gonna do over the summer like I mean I'm sure there are firms there but I was definitely like it was definitely a huge plus that this was in a city and I knew we were gonna be here like all all two years like constantly in Atlanta whereas in undergrad I think a lot of times people go back home yeah to like you know their hometown and you do your internships there but I feel like in grad school everyone's old enough that they're usually living in the city that. Mm -hmm you know yeah they're gonna go to school and-
2: one thing that i noticed too is that being in a city is like the crits are more available like having these kind of influential people that are in the same city as that you is so true. it was kind of cool and especially for a master's program where you actually like know what you're doing <laughs> and you're kind like more, yeah more that's kind of. how kind of. i got my first job yeah like, like, yeah. Like, there you go. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the people who yeah so yeah. true the
1: people they bring in are yeah super impressive you know coming yeah. from yeah. cool firms and all that and even your professors might have worked at a
0: at a big firm in the city or have a firm. Yeah. I don't know if that's as common in, in, in like a more suburban type of setting, like a rural school.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, it it's a, available, but I can imagine that in these cities, it's like a little easier.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah. And a lot of professors that because you have professors that are more academia and then professors that are adjunct that work as well. And you learn two totally different experiences from them, the way they approach design versus the way they want to teach it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can learn from both of them a lot.
1: So. Yeah, so
2: true. Figure out which direction you want to take, so.
1: Yeah, I know all three of us did the classic, like, kind of two-year architecture program. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did our undergrad four-year architecture, did the two-year architecture, but there's also a lot of different paths. So if you didn't do an architecture undergrad, you still have a chance to do architecture, but it's just longer. Yeah. So... You should definitely like. I think depending on the school, it's three point five years mm-hmm. or four years. Yeah. Some places. So yeah, it's almost like doing another undergrad. Yeah. But I mean,
0: but but even like some some grad programs require like three years, even if you have a uh, yeah. undergrad in architecture. Yeah. So it's all over the place. So if you haven't done architecture as an undergrad, but you want to become a licensed architect, you can totally do that. But it you just have to like look up the right program for
1: you because mm-hmm. it's probably not a two year mark. No. Yeah, I don't
2: think so. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, like, Ivy League schools are always sh- standard three years.
1: Mm-hmm. Whether you have an architecture degree mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: exactly. Maybe if you don't, then it's going to be an extra, like, semester or two. Yeah. But you got to expect that three-year. And also another thing is, like, if it interests you, like, some schools require a thesis and some don't. Right, yeah. So sometimes that's intimidating to some people, which I'll admit I was kind of why I chose tech. It's not mandatory, but yeah. at the end of my first year, i like, wow, a thesis would be kind of cool. Like you get really into what you're doing. I was a
1: little bummed that there was no thesis. Yeah, yeah,
0: because I was the same. Like when I was applying, because since I went straight through Mm -hmm. like you, I was terrified of having to do a thesis. But then now I'm thinking like halfway through, we're like, I hate these studio options. I just (laughs) want to do my own thing. Yeah, Yeah. Um, the freedom to do your, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's that might be like a timing thing too, Mm -hmm. because if you have worked a little bit more and you kind of know a little bit more of what you're interested in and you know you're into healthcare and you want to do a thesis in healthcare, then that would have been amazing.
2: It's kinda of like you want to dedicate a semester of research to what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you get into the the real world, I guess, um, you don't have as much time to just research what yeah. you want. Yeah, no. no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so true. That's a really valid point. But yeah, I guess like what we like what Matt mentioned, like some Ivy League schools are three and a half years no matter what. So I feel like that definitely weighted to my decision i was like i don't want to do a three and a half yeah. year school like period so i only looked at schools that were two-year programs mm-hmm. so
2: because like for a lot of people financial comes into it and yeah. ivy leagues are usually private so it's a standard rate for everybody mm-hmm. so you got to think like if you get a scholarship is it for all three years is it for just the first year mm-hmm. so it's kind of like when you come down to it like you got to compare everything and what yeah. opportunities you can get so
0: yeah, I would say like I think we we just touched on this before, but assistantships and and, mm-hmm. and teaching positions or research positions are very rare in architecture, especially in undergrad. They're like virtually don't exist. Mm-hmm. So it goes all to to the grad students and the PhD candidates. So. That's, like, a, a very important topic that you should research if you're looking to master programs because uh, you really have to be annoying and ask and beg and, yeah. you know. and you still might not get it. Yeah, like, you, yeah. you know,
1: it's, like, it a lot of it, I think, is a little bit of a luck, too. Yeah. Like, are you the first person to ask? Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people asking. But, yeah. And it's kind of, like, a obscure Type of process,
0: no Mm -hmm. one knows really. They're like, oh, we rank them, and then we just give it from the top down. And when we tell you how
2: they're ranked, (laughs) it's like, yeah,
0: no. But like how you give like a a structures TA ship, and then like a healthcare research, like that's some like black magic going on. Yeah, how did this?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the three of us had very different positions. Yeah, it's Kind of how we got involved with each. Mm -hmm. I mean, they try to, I think, put you where you will fit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think they look at your undergrad what. (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't really related. Really? Yeah.
0: It was theory. I, uh, mm.
2: Yeah. Well, how was your experience with theory? I didn't like it. No? mm
0: I would have rather done something more practical, like being a TA for a studio,
1: which are rare. Like Those are two... hard. I don't think, schools. do grad students do TA ships for studio?
2: Uh, at some schools, S- sometimes do Sometimes for undergrad. So oh, undergrad okay. studios, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. That they was usually do really undergrad, fun. yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think I would have enjoyed that more. Theory, yeah. like, I, I was mostly just doing, like... Mm paperwork right but i would have liked to interact with students more
2: at my undergrad they offered studio ta ships yeah. for like the upper two-year people to do the very first year yeah mm-hmm.
0: so, well i was a TA for the summer program too that was
2: yeah. cool. Oh. cool you want to talk about it?
0: no <laughs> well actually oh we should have said that on the undergrad one what so we so a lot of schools have like summer programs oh, that you yeah. can do like the you know, it's like a summer camp for architecture, and it's just like a really s- condensed type of mini studio oh, that you do yes. during high school. Um, and I was a TA for that uh, for one of the summers, and it's really, really helpful. Like, I wish that was a thing um, when I applied for undergrad, because it's good if you yeah, don't. Yeah, i never heard even heard of that till yeah. Yeah, you told nice me about that, program. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: How did you benefit from it? Like, you said you enjoyed it, but...
0: Like, being a TA for
2: it? Yeah, like, did you learn anything about
0: I learned about teaching, like, because I I, I was under... I was working with Yusef also, but um, more on him later. (laughs) But, yeah, it was... I I was with someone that knew more techniques of how to, like, teach studio. Um, So it was really inspiring. I learned a lot, like, how Mm -hmm. to explain architecture and, like, the process, um, which I had never done before because in studio no one knows what they're doing so you just go to your friend you're like i don't know what i'm doing they're like i don't know what i'm doing either yeah but you're not teaching your friends it. i mean you might be teaching like software stuff but you're not teaching concepts and like how to make a model and like blah blah blah.
2: i mean in studio culture you learn a lot from yeah. each other that's not really talked about but like you learn jo- probably just as much from each other than you do oh, from yeah. professors oh yeah you only spend so much time with your professor, so right
0: yeah. yeah no it was really fun i learned a lot i've had to like teach students and and more of like what their concerns were. They were just like worried about things I never even thought about, Mm -hmm. which was cool to learn. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's so many different types of TA ships and research assistantships. It's kind of interesting. We all had pretty different ones because Matt, you did it for a class construction technology. And that was like a very hands-on like.
2: It was an experience. (laughs) (laughs) It was a new type of format. So it was kind of a learning experience for the three professors that were teaching it four four, four I apologize <laughs> um, all collaborating together all collaborating. with that in the middle <laughs> yeah and I basically trying to be the glue that made sure everybody got the same information um, but yeah it was a good experience overall because I did it two years mm-hmm. so to see like the way I tried to help teach the students and help them read into like construction documents and develop details and then using different programs and then Kind of learning from failures I mean at first class mm-hmm. you're gonna have failures yeah and kind of try to make it better the next semester and just see like growth and work and how people respond oh, yeah. I mean it was very valuable like to for me to learn from other class see yeah. how people like approach things and
1: I feel like you had to deal with so many different types of people too yeah. like it probably like the people skills you gain from that yeah. imagine like, I'll admit you know, that
2: my people skills were not the best beforehand but i had to like learn fast yeah. so
1: yeah. you have to be very outgoing you know like people are gonna come up to you constantly and ask you stuff especially
2: for just- a class that like the professors are learning as they go as well it's very new like they're like yeah just do it this way i'm like that's not how anybody's gonna do it <laughs> so but yeah the people skills was a great reward for me as well as learning by students and teaching i mean as well as like you were I mean, I enjoyed it a lot, teaching. Like, it's very rewarding. Mm -hmm. So
0: You learn from teaching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that was probably the most valuable part of it. Like, a lot of people fit assistantships and teaching, like, a little bit differently. But Mm -hmm. if you can get value out of it, too, I think it's really important. Yeah. So.
1: I wish I got to work with students in mine.
0: But you got to do an assistantship in the,
1: like, your field that you're interested in. Yeah, that's true. It was, like, a separate lab on campus. Um, so that was a really, it was almost like a job. Like I, it was kind of cool. It was in a different building. Mm-hmm. So I would do yeah. that and then go to class. So I, it was almost like breaking up my day, which was really nice. Um, and the staff, like the, the people in the lab were amazing, like very helpful. Yeah. Well, you got it
2: basically from a class that we took together. Like, yeah. <laughs> so if you like really kick ass in the class, Hey, yeah. Emily's an example. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then just follow it up. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Prove it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just always, if you're ever interested in something, just they can't read your mind. You have to make it as, you know, apparent as possible. And, like, it will stick with them if you, like, just, you know, say something to them after class. Like, you know, this is really, like, I realize was impacted about what you said in class. Or I'm loving this class. And, you know, if you ever need any help, let me know. I'm here. So that's just how you get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we didn't talk about the PhD track as much, but, you know. Yeah, I think it's like
0: if. A lot of schools, you can roll your master's into becoming a PhD. So if that's something that you're interested in, um, but you're not ready to go from undergrad to PhD, um, do your research. Make sure that school can offer that transition or they're willing to be flexible with that. Because you can usually use a lot of credits for that um, towards a PhD track. We're not familiar with it, but we're going to interview a PhD candidate
1: soon. Yeah. So um, I will say, I didn't know architecture... PhDs were even a thing in undergrad. I I knew they were, but I thought
0: they just like wrote books and and it was just, like, just theory in not. their own offices yeah. and not talked to anyone
1: ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seeing the uh, PhD students at Georgia Tech, I was so impressed by each of their projects. Like, there's so many cool topics you can do in architecture. And like Maria said, we're going to interview someone that's in the process of doing a PhD. But yeah, I think it's super cool. You can go down the healthcare route. You can go. They're from
0: all over parametric like,
1: fields too. Like. They come from
2: everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, tech's known for research, so I feel like it's a great place to have that opportunity. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's probably a whole process for applying to PhD that's mm-hmm. just yeah insane. We, we, we don't have the, the qualification for that. Yeah. I mean, with I everything going on, you.
2: I thought about it for a little bit. I'll admit. But, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind like of like loves a weird place. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, now that you're out of school, like, I mean, I've been in school a long time, so.
1: I kind of, like. It kind of, uh I was considering it, not yeah. just a little bit, because, like, the end of, like, senior, not senior year, or second year of master's, like, I was interested in the healthcare realm, and I was seeing, like, healthcare PhDs, and I was like, that is so cool. Like, because uh, their research is presented to, like, Emory Hospital and stuff, like, things, like, near us, and it is a lot of school, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's intimidating, but, I mean, if you're really excited about something to research it, you mm-hmm. feel like it could be extremely rewarding
1: yeah and have a good mentor or advisor and stuff all right so now we have a couple listener questions about grad school so one of them is what is the specific process of getting either a ta position or ra position and ta is teacher assistant and ra is research assistant so that's what those acronyms are Um, So yeah, I think you can go about it a couple different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And none of them are straightforward, so actually you'll never read it anywhere. It's not like you can go on a website and apply. (laughs) No, you don't just put your name in a little bit And I'm sure it varies school to school. So we're pretty much just speaking for Georgia Tech right now. But um, yeah, what I guess I'll start, but the way I did it, since I didn't, get one like immediately into entering I knew I almost had to like prove myself to get one and like really prove my interest so the first thing I did is figure out you know what I wanted to potentially research and that was healthcare. found out what class kind of focused around that and the professor who taught it Um, so I took that class and you know make sure to do really well in it you know don't just, like, not turn Slide. in homework if you want a research position with them. So, yeah, definitely, you know, put an extra effort into that class if you can. And, um, yeah, show face, like, after class, try to talk to the teacher and always make it apparent that you're interested if anything ever comes up. So a lot of the time they'll be like, oh, we're not ready yet. You know, our funding hasn't come in. But be like, okay, but as soon as you know, like, this is my email or you're like, yeah. I wish back out next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And for me, it was like when the class ended, I made sure to like remind him one more time because we were like about to go off to the summer. And I knew they were going to get funding like that July for the fall. So it worked out because he remembered me. I got an email in like July and he was like, hey, we have a research assistant position we'd like to offer it to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hell, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. awesome. So that's how that happened. So yeah, I think for me, it's just finding a professor's that you know that you could see yourself working with also so yeah
0: and that's like after you already start grad school so you should do that as soon as you can yeah because you don't have that much time Mm -hmm. um so if you can get that done in the first year you can get funding for your second year of school right Mm -hmm. there's less time yeah yeah what about y'all how did you get your positions
1: um you want
2: to go first sure
0: i mean i just kind of begged the advisor you know because i knew her obviously because i had been at tech for four years so I, was, I would honestly, like, take anything just to, like, reduce the, fun, the amount of money I would have to pay. Um, like I said, I kind of wanted to be, like, a TA for a studio, but that didn't happen because they basically don't exist. But I think doing the TA for the summer camp might have helped because I had mm-hmm. a little bit of an experience with that. Um, and then I ended up getting a letter, like, for uh, two springs, I think it was, or two falls, whatever. It was, like, half of it that would be covered, like, tuition, Um, and I said, yes, absolutely. So
1: I just emailed them a lot and like, was like, I can't afford this without a team position. So yeah. um, Wait, you kind of reminded me though, like to make apparent what experience you have and how that applies to their research or whatever. Cause I actually had already experience in Revit, you know, for example, like they actually needed a lot of help on that. Like in their lab, no one knew Revit. So I was like, I can fill that gap. And Mm. they asked for my resume and stuff, Mm. like just like a job. So. And you have healthcare experience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. What about you, Matt? Yeah, well, with mine, I was kind of waiting when I was picking my school. So it came down to financials. So I basically emailed both schools saying if there was anything they could do to help additionally or help at all. And basically, I I was looking for scholarships, but I put out that I was willing to work and I sent all my experiences working. So I had passed two past TA positions. So I was like, I have these experiences. I'm willing to work mm-hmm. for the money you are willing to give. So I think that helped a lot. And also what you were saying, just kind of begging a little bit for money. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of what you have to do. It sucks, but you do. (laughs) It Um, works. Yeah. I mean, the counselor's the one who has the list of (laughs) the order they give them out. So she's kind of the one that will help you the most. She has the information and... Yeah, I think it also
0: helps if you make that contact first, not about money. Like if you ask about professors, research or Mm -hmm. classes and you have genuine concerns and questions, make that relationship, like establish that relationship. Mm -hmm. And then you have more to like more leverage for to ask for a position, you know, scholarship stuff.
2: Because I know professors have a certain money allocated to the semester so they could give it to a research type assistant to help Mm -hmm. them. And I think in only circumstance, that's kind of where you went. Mm-hmm. In ours, it was more they have these positions available right. as like that a whole. That you need to fill, yeah. And they weren't for a valid class. Like you basically are guaranteed a position. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going to do. I knew. Some people don't. I, <laughs> oh, I was really? told what I was going to do. I found yeah. out the Some week I was don't. supposed to start. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like I started Wednesday. I found out Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So um, another question we have is, is grad school as hard as undergrad in architecture? So I don't know. What do you guys Um,
2: think? I'll say it's hard to a point, but not harder than undergrad. Yeah. I think you're at a point in your career journey that you know you want to do it and you are already experienced in hard work. And the professors, like we talked about earlier, treat you a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Like you're dedicated at this point. Yeah. So... It is difficult. Every school is going to have a difficulty at work. You're doing a lot of research, long nights, but it feels more rewarding. I yeah.
0: Guess. I think that if you have done an undergraduate in architecture, grad school is easier in general because you you know how studio works, you know how professors work, even if it's a different school. You mm-hmm. the, you know how the drill, you know. But I think that if you haven't done undergrad in architecture grad school in architecture is very hard. Yeah. Totally. Um, so it, it's all up to you. You're very independent. You know, they don't take you by the hand and f- figure it out. So it's it's I guess it compared to undergrad it's easier just mm-hmm. because you know what you're doing more. Yeah.
1: And I totally agree that it depends like what your path was before. If you were in architecture before, I don't think you'll find it harder. However, yeah, if you don't know the programs, mm-hmm. you're going to definitely have a larger learning curve. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But you don't and, have yeah. all the other distracting
0: classes also. That's mm-hmm. true. It's a more focused type of environment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, grad students often work part-time, have a family maybe. So that's a whole other, you know, situation that you might be in um, if you're further, you know, mm-hmm. in a little bit older right. you've taken a bigger gap and you went back to school after having kids or something mm. like we had call these like that and that must be very hard mm-hmm. yeah um so that's a different scenario but yeah, yeah that's so true yeah if you have any other questions make sure you send them our way and we can
1: answer them on the next episode maybe yeah definitely we love you know hearing from you all so definitely reach out And I think that's pretty much what we got for our grad episode. And once again, Matt, thank you.
2: Anytime. I appreciate it. (laughs) We're
0: exploiting your knowledge. (laughs) Matt was essential for us to not go crazy in
1: grad school. Yeah. Yeah. Matt has seen us at our worst and best. (laughs) Best. It goes both ways. Fun (laughs) fact, he was our TA. (laughs) (laughs) He was.
2: (laughs) Yeah, was that was like, fun. <laughs>
1: Matt's my teacher. But like, and then afterwards, you're like, Do you want to go get a beer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it
2: was kind of weird, but hey, it worked. Yeah. We're where we are now.
1: That's true. We're
0: over it. All right. Well, I hope this was helpful and tune in for our next episode soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.